we're zinging into 2014. You know, I'm really sorry, but I just couldn't help it. <laughs> well, that's okay, because zing are the new embossing powders from American Crafts that we're gonna show you today. Right, and they're not ordinary embossing powders. They're glittery, and there's also opaque. And if you like working with glitter, but you don't like it rubbing off all over, then this is the product for you. And we've got some fabulous designs. Come play with us. At the top row are the glittery zing, and let me just pull one up so there you can see glittery all over the place. <laughs> and the bottom row are the opaque ones. Right, so the glitter is actually in the embossing powder, so it's not just glitter, it's glitter embossing powder. So you can do your embossing and glittering all in one step. Yeah, so let's scoop these away, <laughs> toss them up at the corner, and we'll start with our projects. Now, here is just a really good example of the red glitter and um, look at our monkey stamp. Now, back up just a little bit, John, and the shape right here was done with the design tool number one, so that's the template. Right, the so it's a, it's a shortened card, the end has been cut off, and exactly. then the design tool is just used on the end. Right, and that monkey is right here, it's one of the new small stamps. And uh, other than the glitter, one thing I wanna point out is behind this circle, you can see some of the leaves are poking out, so this same technique is what Amy did, and we're going to see three cards right. using this method. And we'll go into more about that technique on one of the other cards, okay. but I think first we're gonna talk about this little corner treatment that right. was done here. And that was done with a piece of cardstock, a one-inch piece of cardstock like this. Amy took that and she used Versamark, and uh, Versamarked it all over. Which you're going to do. I'm going to do. <laughs> this is a well-used Versamark with a lot of glitter. It looks glitter. a little glittery. Well, it's a little sticky. <laughs> and you just get Versamark all over that little square of cardstock. You take it off. And what Amy said is that it fit perfectly inside the bottle of Zing, so she just dunked it in, but I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> did she really? <laughs> she did. I'm just gonna um, use it here. And here's the red, this is the red Zing glitter embossing powder. And I'm just going to put that all over it. I'm going to shake it off just a little bit. And then I'm going to emboss it. Okay, let me scoot this aside for you. Okay, great. Okay, and you're going to bring in the heat gun? I am going to bring in it, but what I didn't bring is tweezers. Do you happen to have those sitting there? Uh, no, I don't. If not... <laughs> we should have planned this, Gail. I should have. I thought I had it all set up, but that's the one thing I missed. So, um, an X-Acto knife will work. An X-Acto knife, yeah. I should be able to get you. Okay. Ah. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Ready? So, this is another Tweezers way. are better, folks. Tweez well, Plan tweezers, ahead. This works fine, too. You just hold it down, and then while you're heating, so it doesn't blow away. Let me get that right so where you can see it, and this goes pretty quick. You just heat it with your heat tool, and and that's just... yeah something you found with the glitter is that it does seem to heat up and melt quicker. Pretty quick. Yeah. Some of the the different colors are a little bit different. That's actually pretty well heated all overall. It's already changed. It, it's not, some of the effects are a little more dramatic than others, but that's, that's it. Okay. It's, it's melted, it's on there. And then step two, 
Step two is you get your scissors and you cut that in half. So that is embossed on there. The glitter's on there. It's embedded. And then you just use this and cut corner to corner. I'm glad you rubbed that just to show that it does yeah. not uh, flake off. True. It's not, it's not coming off. See? It's on there. And then those pieces are used on that card. Right, so any square cut diagonally will give you two triangles. So you're just going to do that twice. And then and you'll have magically. the different corners. Right. So that just worked perfectly. Now another look is with this um, little dragonfly. And this has um, the same corner treatment, this time in pink. But with this, the butterfly wings are done on vellum, and the center area is done with the same pink glitter the same zinc. Pink glitter zinc, but right. it's done on cardstock. So first, Amy stamped on this white cardstock. Then she stamped on vellum and cut out the wings and placed them there. Then she stamped on cardstock and she only versamarked and did this center part, cut it out and glued it on top of it. And that stamp had um, not only the sentiment uh, fluttering uh, by to say hi, as well as the small dragonflies and the big one. Right. And then this is another of our new little stamps. And this is obviously the bee, the happy. Bee, the small bee. So, and that small bee stamp, it has the bee, it has bee happy, it has these little honeycombs here. So you can see that in different places on the card. Right, so you can see the same layout as what Amy used on all three of the cards. Now this has the glitter on the corners, exactly what you just saw. But like the dragonfly, it also has the zing glitter on the body. Right, so what she started out with doing is first First she stamped on that, that center portion is that circle in uh, the white cardstock and she left that as is. So that just basically gets set aside. Then she stamped on this uh, paper from the Little Posies. Oh, uh, okay. The, Pretty Little Posies? Pretty Little Posies. Uh -huh. It's our, one of our new paper packs. She stamped on here and then she used a Versamark to color in the areas that she wanted to put the embossing powder on. Now you're used to having the Versamark ink pad, which right. is what you showed first, but this is the pen. This is the Versamarker. So you can direct that Versamark, that same Versamark ink to any area that you want. And she used that on those clear, those uh, open striped areas. So I'm going to put it here here and I'm going to try to stay within those areas <laughs> and here and this is just it's just placing it where you want it in those areas and then you use the this is the copper glitter zing you want paper under sure, it sure that's a good idea <laughs> Um, one thing about using the pen is that you have to do it quickly before it dries so I'm hoping that I did okay you see a little bit there yeah it's stuck a little bit if I'd done it, maybe you can even do like one area and then glitter it and then do the zing again. Just the don't do it while the camera's marker. rolling and you're demonstrating. <laughs> do it, you know, just like you normally would. When nobody's watching, you know, how when everything works fine. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to move this away. There's that, and then I'm going to heat set it. So here we go. Pick it up. And... Mm. 
and if any of the glitter you know kind of strayed you can always just brush it off with a paintbrush before you go to heat emboss right. it. I'll show you what else you can do. You can take that Versa marker and you can go right back over those areas. Ah. It, does, it doesn't hurt at all. I'm just going to do it on one stripe to show you that if you go over it again. Would you like a little more of the zing? Yeah and then you hit it again with the zing, it's going to stick more. You can see how much more is on there. Yes. The effect is much more like the card that you saw there. And it heat sets pretty quickly. There. Now, now it's on there. Okay, there you go. So you can use Versa marker to direct the zing embossing powder right where you want it. And again, uh, Amy used the vellum and it looks like she kind of lifted it up. She kind of curved it, probably with a bone folder, just right. rubbing it. Is so, that what you're showing? So I'm just <laughs> going to show you that she stamped it on here and real quickly, you don't have to cut out the whole, the whole B, just the part that has the wings and leave the center in place because you're going to put that right on top of the cardstock stamp piece. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. So I'm not going to cut the whole thing out, but this is basically what she did really quickly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And once you have <laughs> You're going to have to stop. <laughs> oh, there. I wanted to show that part. There, so that you, when you have that part, then you place it on top of there. And then you cut out ah. that stamped embossed piece we just did and place it on top to get that effect. Okay, excellent. Nice to see how those wings stay together. I wouldn't have thought of that. Right. So you're getting uh, the zing, you're getting small stamps, and you're getting some techniques. And I love how these are lifted up. The other thing is that we store our projects in sheet protectors. So they that's where they get protected. But what I love here is that you're still getting the lift of that vellum as it was uh, kind of right. folded you over. You just sort of use your fingers to sort of right. curl it a little bit. And, and so that's staying even being smashed in sheet protectors. Right. Okay, we are moving on. More zing and a mix with the opaque this time. Right. Amy started out on this piece first with the feathers paper pack. Right, and then with also with the matching feathers, so fancy feathers paper right. and feathers stamp. This is a new stamp. And this is a great stamp set. All these different combinations of sizes of feathers and let your dreams take flight right here in the stamp set. Right, and you can see it used here. Now, this was a surprise to me because I can see the glitter on the pink. I mean, it's just striking. It just glows practically. And in the background, you're seeing stays on cotton white. So that was done first. It's kind of ghosting it, isn't right. it? And then Versa marked all over with the stamp and uh, and we used some different zing embossing powders. So this is one of them. This is called Frost. Frost was used for the blue. And the green is right there. The, the green is um, leaf green and then that pink glitter zing embossing powder. Right, so as we can see, we'll back up just a little tiny bit to get the whole card. There we go. So you can see the white down first and then the um, the zings, both the glitter and the uh, opaque, right. and it's just really, really striking. I think in doing this it would be a good idea to stamp one at a time and then yes. and then <laughs> get the embossing powder dusted on there then stamp another one. Otherwise you're going to have the embossing powder mixed on some of the other images. What I like about this is this is a super simple card. 
It's just one piece of paper here that has been embossed huh. in a different ways and then just plopped on there. And notice that that piece of paper is at a slight angle and then where the uh, greeting is, is at another angle. But let's get in close on the greeting because it has elements of those different embossing powders right. around it. Some of the, the Versamark was swiped on the edges and then just different uh, bottles of zing were sprinkled on there. Right, and not worrying too much about getting solid uh, coverage, just letting it be kind of sketchy. Right. Um, and I guess the one thing I'd want to do if I were recreating this card is um, look at the whole one and look at that arrangement of feathers, just yeah. to make sure that, you know, somebody else has already done that layout work. Let's, <laughs> let's not bother about doing it twice. Now we have another distinctly different look. And this is using one of the screens. Uh, you might think of them as templates or stencils, but this is six by six screen, and this is from our friends at ClearSnap. And look how dramatic that is. What's great about this is, I don't know if you can tell, sort of if you tilt it sideways, it, it, it has lift to it because of that stencil and the embossing paste that was used. I love the collection of colors. So I'm seeing a pink, I'm seeing copper, as well as silver. Right, so several different embossing powders used, the glitter embossing powders. We have the silver and the pink. And this copper. is the copper one, mm -hmm. right. So silver, pink, and copper. But let's go back to step one. Okay, I see that this is on black cardstock. Are you gonna step this out for us? Right. Okay. So I've got the black cardstock here. And something that Lene wanted to say about this is she used black cardstock, so she used black embossing paste. Now, the reason that is, she did not want the, if you used white on here, you can see it, but then you'd be able to see that through the embossing powders if there was any little gaps or anything. You so. know, it's funny. Now, I know she said that, but when I saw this, I thought, okay, that's white embossed. I didn't even consider that it was right. black, and that must just be the great coverage right. that that, um, that the embossing it, it powders. covers it really right. well. What I'm gonna, I'm telling you that she used black, <laughs> but I'm about to use white because I want you to be able to see it while I'm working with okay. it. Okay. So I've got the white. Sorry, Lene, we really understand what no. you said. Oh, Lene understands. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to set this on here. I'm going to leave a little bit of a distance at the bottom there. And I'm going to just swipe the embossing paste on there. I'm not going to tape it on because I'm going to do this kind of quickly and I might not do the whole thing. I think the thing that's uh, surprising is how little embossing paste you need. Oh yeah. Because all you're doing is filling in the area, the thickness of the stencil. Right. So it's you know, it's really super thin. Yeah. It's just as thin. It, it only is as thick as that stencil is. Right. And I'm just going to move it across. Okay. It's like frosting. Yeah. And um, every now and again, I've had someone ask, um, is mold a problem? And I've talked to uh, Dreamweavers, uh, the manufacturers of this, and they said that they have it uh, produced so that there is no mold. So it's not like spackle that you would have in your walls, right. you know, that you would get a big tub of. Mm -hmm. This uh, should not have any problem with that. Right. So getting enough, these are kind of, they're larger areas. They are. This is a, a larger stencil. And another thing I'm noticing is if, if there are any dry pieces, now, here's what I want to say about embossing paste. When you take um, something out of the jar, you don't want to put it back in. Because if it gets any little dry pieces, then see like that right there, the dry pieces will get in there and they'll move along in here when you're moving it around. Okay. So it's best to try to keep what's in the jar as pristine as possible. 
And that's why I'm trying to move it around and avoid that. But I might okay. have to end with that, even though I haven't completed the card. There. Okay. We'll get Got that. It. We'll do that part. And there we go. So Ooh, that's continue. dramatic, isn't it? it is. <laughs> continue that on with the rest of the card, but yeah. you have to take my word for it. That and you do okay. want to wash that with soap and water pretty quickly, right. don't so you? you? can. Like I'm setting it off air and that'll go in water very quickly. Okay. And I'm going to give you there we a go. piece of paper to put under there okay. to start playing with your powders. And, right. And we're going to use three different embossing powders. I have the, the let's see, the silver glitter, the copper glitter, and the pink glitter. Right. And... Here, put your Okay. And we're going to start with some of the silver. So you're just kind of randomly sprinkling it, I just, gather. Right. Okay. But sort of in striped, in striped areas. So I'm going to go back and forth like this. She did, um, and let's see, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to shake it off. And what she said is she would do it in a few areas like this, and then she would shake it off in the direction that that, that, that went, so it just goes off that direction. So, so you don't get it all over. So you don't get it all over. Let me and give I don't you want another to waste piece. <laughs> all of that. And then I'll use the pink. So you are controlling it. Now the embossing, excuse me, yeah, the embossing paste dries pretty quickly. Yes, it does. It's not quite as quick as the Versamark. Right. But, um, you well, know. Well, you, you know, you've got, you've got a little time. Yeah. You don't have to be quite as quick with it. And this one I'm going to just straight down that way. Oh, okay. It's already pretty dramatic. And if you have a friend next to you who can just bring in these pieces of paper, <laughs> that's handy too. Uh, we'll make house calls. You and... know, I, I, because the embossing paste doesn't dry all that quickly, you do have time to clean up in between each of these. Okay. I could have, I would have had time to stop, shake it back into the, the jar, and then grab the next one. So now I've got it pretty much all okay. over. I take these away. And I'm going to leave this here, and I'm going to grab the... Oh, right, the heat gun. Yeah, We're not done. the heat gun. <laughs> it just looks so pretty. Here we go. <laughs> now, I have to say, I wouldn't have thought of doing a heat gun on top of embossing paste. That really surprised me. Right. Well, it's going to go pretty good. There we go. So. You're basically heating the top part. You're going to heat the the embossing powder onto uh, yeah, the embossing right. powder onto the embossing paste. Right. I'd say both of those. And if you if you keep in one spot too long, it'll bubble up. I have always liked that look, but ah. if you don't want that look, then just like keep moving it back and forth. Actually, but, do it once. Let okay, it, right <clears> let there. it bubble up. Yeah. Oh, it does. Oh, my word. It creates an entirely different look. And it'll come up and it'll come back down. Oh, I like that. It might dry that way. Kind of craters. But, but Lene didn't do that. She just heated, <laughs> like, so on this end, she just heated the embossing paste and then kept moving. Okay. So it doesn't take very long and you get this look, this gorgeous glittery look. Or you can have this bubbly look like yeah. over here. It's very striking and very easy. Mm -hmm. um, we'll just get a little bit of this off. So there you have it. And so this is a fun thing to do with mixing the colors. I really like that. And then down here, um, a little bit of just regular embossing you for know, someone special. It's an easy way to get creative and not really a whole lot of work. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's fun and it's simple.
Okay, now here is another uh, stencil that was used, and this is a, uh, it has a the swirling, but Lene used it and then shifted, and then she did a second color. So, so she versamarked through the yes, stencil? Yes, she right. did. And so that's not embossing paste, that's versamark through the stencil and then yeah. rotating it, like you say, and embossing it again. And if you wanted to, you could make it into three colors if you just shifted that um, stencil a little bit around. So, okay, so we've got, we've done some stamping, we've done some, um, Im uh, the stencils in the right. mask. Embossing now, paste. Now, how about an embossing Ooh, folder? Just and beautiful. This is marvelous. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here is the dandelion um, embossing, uh, folder, all these embossings, yeah. and um, here it's been done, and you can see the zing glitter was done on the dandelion, and then the zing uh, opaque was done on the stem, and also the um, glitter was right. done with the stamp. So she started out with a piece of cardstock, and she misted it with glimmer mist after after she did the embossing folder. I oh, think. okay. So she ran the cardstock through uh, the machine with the embossing folder to get right. this. Okay. And then she used two glimmer mists. She used key lime pie and true turquoise. Oh, so, so she embossed it first and then misted and it. And then misted okay. it. Okay. You know, I think it would work either way. Okay. But that's what you're seeing. So you're seeing that, and that's where you're seeing that shimmer. That's that little bit of shimmer that Glimmer Mist does. Mm -hmm. But then to make the these pieces stand out a little bit, and I've got a, I've got a piece. She used a brayer and Versamark, which I think went over on your side, uh, the Versamark. Did it? Well. I, I, could you have one? <laughs> Why? Yes, it did. Yeah, there it is. Okay. The glitter and everything. I knew that's the one. <laughs> and so you've got a brayer. So you start by getting Versamark on your brayer. So I'm going to get it pretty well Versamark. I'm going to ignore the glitter for we, now. We promise we'll clean our Versamark. <laughs> or maybe get a new one. <laughs> okay. And then you just, after you've got the Versamark on the brayer, you want to try to stay, and I'm going to bend the corners down mm -hmm. a little bit, because I don't really want the Versamark on the rest of the cardstock. And you're going to brayer it onto those areas that are raised, right. like on the leaf areas. And on the on the stems of those scrolls, and then on the actual dandelion. So and also the little parts of the dandelion right. that are coming off. And Lene said, if you're having trouble getting Versamark on the center, just get a little Versamark on your finger and just ah, move it around on there. Good idea. Just make sure that it's that it's getting everywhere. So once you've got that done. Then you're going to... Have your friend bring in the piece of paper, <laughs> and you're going to so do the handy. glitter first. I wish she would do this all the time, but she's so busy. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got the opaque, which one is this? The leaf green, the opaque embossing powder. That's going to go down on the leaf, obviously, and on the scroll work. And I'm a little worried that we've been talking, and will it stick, or well, do we need we'll more Versamark? Okay. do as quick as I can. Ah, there. So I've did. got it down there. Great. A little bit down on the bottom. Okay. And you want to do the glitter next? Now we're going to do the glitter. Okay. Whoops. So the blue glitter. This almost feels like a dance, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then you Good. put it up here on the top. Now, you get it if you get it anywhere that you don't want it 
just wipe it off either with your finger or you can use a little paintbrush to get in there and remove it before you heat emboss it. Right. So that, I would spend a little more time. Need a brush? Yeah, it works right there. See, you, it's, you can really direct your it assistant right where you will want hand it. you the brush just whenever you need it. <laughs> be sure like you have an assistant available. Yes, right. No, very this important. Is, you don't need an assistant to do this. This is very easy. It's just that we all we, we have only a certain amount of time. We don't want to take up all, your whole day. <laughs> so get okay. out the heat. Let tool. me get this away from you. All right, and the magic begins. And here we go. So we start, I'm starting on that glittered area here. And you can take a little bit more time, add a little bit more verse mark if you feel like you need it, but it, it heats, it embosses pretty darn quickly. And then I'm going to move on to the opaque part. And there you can see it turning. Good. Away from your fingers. And there we go. <laughs> So that is the general idea. I, okay. I like that because you can really direct it right where you want it and it's, you can especially see it there. I like using the, the two. Now we did that on the feathers card and mm -hmm. now on this embossing folder. And um, it also has been placed on the blue ripple uh, holographic paper and then an edge of the uh, blue uh, dazzle border dazzles. So you right. can see just really doing a nice finishing around it. So lots of fun applications and um, you can see it just on this dandelion and then you can expand it even more. Right. Now, I hope you're sitting down because this is going to knock your socks off. Uh, Gail's been at it again and here is her scrapbook page. And wow, okay. <laughs> so there's a number of different elements going on here and it's definitely a mixed media look. It is, but I wanna go in first. John, let's go into these uh, feathers and look at the bit. Copper at the edge of that black feather is just sparkling. It is. And there we've got some other feathers and those. And there's copper, copper glitters being used on the edges and then there's uh, there's an actual color of the embossing powder called powder. Mm -hmm. So there's a powder color and there's the other color which I think is mint. So a couple wow. of different colors of the opaques with that copper on the edges. Okay, now all of those were done by using uh, the Feathers and Flourishes template. And um, so following the steps for that and right. then doing some zinging, right. right? Okay, you want to show that? Well, if you want me to show you the feathers. I do. Sure. Okay, I don't, um, the, the template is pretty simple. You follow the directions. You look at it the correct way. You follow directions <laughs> to use the size of paper that it calls out for. So for the pheasant feather, you'd use a five, four by five inch piece of paper, and you have three different sizes to choose from. And you're going to take a folded piece of paper, which this is already done, but it's, it's simply folding a piece of paper, setting the template on top of that the fold line is going on the fold of that piece of paper right which actually just I used, match them I use this one over here okay so you trace it out you cut out that shape and then you do some feather cuts with a uh, with your scissors you just go along 
hand. And you can make them very even as Gail has done here, but it's also um, effective, and I'll bring in the finished one again. She's come back and she's really clipped into it right. so that it is more realistic. Well, this was more of a, I really was going for a vintage feel. I mean, I was I was distressing the edges, so I thought, well, yeah, feathers are not all perfect. <laughs> right. There's gonna be some pieces missing, so some of these were cut out. On, on this one in particular, I just wanted to show you that you can also, without folding the paper, especially the suede, which you only want this side of the suede to stand up. You don't want to really see the other side. I didn't fold it. I just put that oh. the line of the template, the fold line, I just put it on the edge of the paper for that one and did a half feather. Oh. And then I went in and made all the little cut marks. Okay, so, so you did the cutting. So that's what's going on think. here. Huh? On oh, that I can one. feel it. Yeah, these I went ah. ahead and folded so you get this double layer effect, And but I left it folded for that one. Oh, interesting. There's a lot of different things you can okay. do with it. And I'm hoping you're seeing that this has a beautiful copper edge to it that's most distinctive against that black uh, suede. And it's, it's real easy to get that. For that one, for some of these, you're just going to swipe the edges with Versamark, which I have over here. You're just going to swipe the edges, and it's very simple. I just went like that, just kind of along the edges, wherever I wanted some of the powder. And I went all the way around. And what I did with this one in particular is I used the same color of embossing powder as the paper that I had, so I kind of went with that, uh, that peach look for this one, and I used the turquoise for the turquoise-looking paper. So you've got the Versamark all over the edge. Then you're going to start with the copper zinc. Okay, I'll and bring I, this one back And in. I'll show you. You can shake it on, but I only wanted it on the edges. So I had some on there already, which is, that's convenient. And I just kind of went like that, only on the edges. Okay. Just so I can get it. So just, it's almost gilding it, isn't right. it? Right. There you go, gilding the leaf. <laughs> wow. And just sort of pick it up a little bit. So now I've got the copper on the edges. And then I went back with, this is the, it's actually the, co the color is called, well, it says blush. I thought this one was powder. <laughs> now that's um, the opaque. The opaque, Okay, right. not the glitter. Right, I've got to open it. And then I went ahead and shook it on to get the rest of that Versamark with this. Oh, okay, so you did two. Right, because I Versamarked up higher than just the edge. Now you can see both oh. of it on there. And there's one more technique that I did before I'm done with this one. After you shake it off, if it's anywhere you don't want it on, just kind of, you know, if I want it out closer to the edges, then I'm going to take some of it off with my finger. It works just fine that way. You don't want the brush? No, nope, okay. it's fine. And then you emboss it. Okay. I'll get this out of the way. <laughs> so all of this is just for those leaves, and you can do them individually. And it's kind of fun to play with, and you get a different effect on each of them. You want to stay away from your fingers with this. I. If when I move around, I'm going to move my hands around. Oh, that turned pretty quick. We're going to have to locate those tweezers, aren't we? <laughs> I guess it's an accident here. Wow. And turning and keeping it away from my fingers. There we go. And there you go. So it really does set up quickly. It, it does. You can also take the time before or after, well, mostly before. Well, let's see. To curl them a little bit. Yeah. You want to you want a little bit of curl in those leaves. You can do this, and you can do that before you do the Versamark. It works that way. 
Well, let me bring the page back in because it is just so spectacular. So you have multiple feathers all done out of the uh, uh, chalkboard paper as well as the black suede. Right. But you, as you said, you also did some distressing around your uh, photograph. Right. And I really want to show you what I did to the background. Okay. You want to bring that in? Yeah. So here's the chalkboard paper pack, and here's the one with just has the border around. I love this paper pack. It's one of my new absolute favorites. <laughs> and I started out with distress paint, and I used evergreen bow. I put it on a sponge, and well, there's a sponge on it, but I manipulated it a little more to get a really light, airy look. So you can see a little bit of the sponging on of the color here in the corner. Now you did that to add more color to, add to a your little paper. Bit more color. Okay. So I did that with evergreen bow, and then I took the Versamark, and I actually sponged it on with a separate sponge. Oh. I didn't want the sharp lines of the ink pads, so I got it on like that, and I just sort of swiped it around wherever I wanted it, and I'm going to move it more after. but. First I did that, then I used the, this one is called powder, that's the one that I thought was meant. I'm getting confused. <laughs> and I put that directly on what I just did. So, so that Versamark is on there on top of that distress paint. Right. Then I'm going to shake that off. Okay, it does not look like what you see on the scrapbook page right now. We're not done with that. Okay because then I went in with my finger and sort of moved off. And oh. sort of, so I made it look just the way I wanted to. I wanted, I wanted a real kind of ethereal, vintage -y look. I didn't want sharp lines, so that's what I did. And I didn't want too much of it on there either. I was just going to say, it seems like you didn't want solid coverage. Right. You really wanted it a little bit splotchy. Right. So it, a okay. lot of that, you get it just the way you want it. And then you're, and you're going doing to this with the opaque. Uh, zing, right. right, this is the opaque zing. Okay. And then you heat it real quick. <laughs> and there's one more thing I did after that, so I'm going to heat it real quick and then show you just briefly what the last thing I did to the background was. Preparing a background is so important <laughs> for what you're going to have going on in front of it. So to me it was important. So. That's some of it. I'm not going to do all of it, but that's what it looks like after it's been embossed. Okay. So quite a little bit more striking than it was to start with. Then I took the Distress Paint Picket Fence and I opened it up hmm. and grabbed a skewer. And I'm going to put the craft sheet under it real quick. There we go. Just up at that corner. And then I grabbed a little bit of paint on the skewer, and not too much, and then flicked it on there, um, over here. <laughs> so that I got these little dots. You see them? Mm-hmm. Might do it just a little bit more. So As can... I'm ducking over here. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's how I got the little dots. You have to let it dry for a while because the dots okay. make the paint pretty thick. Ah. Now, I saw the dots on the finished one, and I'm going to bring it in here, but it wasn't, I guess I thought it was more of the embossing powder kind of having gone astray, nope. but I see what it does. Now, you've also done some stamping, and this is with the 
um, with the plain and simple ABC stamp set so that you right. can use any kind of, you can put in any words that you want with that, which is kind of nice. And one of the things that we did with this stamp set, uh, this is an older one, but so many people said that they wanted to make sure that we did multiples of the letters so it wasn't so hard to, right. to do full words. So mm -hmm. you'll see there's both uppercase and lowercase. If and you do run into a case where, you know, you still need an extra E and you're running out of it, I always think it's fun to mix the capitals I and the too. lowercase I like and it. so that's another way of using it. So there you've got Aunt Jean down here. All of this is embossed. And then you also did some tearing, as you said earlier, and more of the embossing right. on the other papers. Right. So the actual so this is the embossing powder that's been put on there as well as the distress paint. So we've got remember dear one Aunt Jean. Beautiful. Down, down here on this cluster, there are one of our new products is the embellies. Right. That's from the chalkboard uh, collection. And this twine that you're seeing is also part of the chalkboard ribbon set. Right. Oh. The twine and the ribbon and and the edges of this particular oh. part of the embelly was also dipped in or swiped with Versamark and embossed with the powders. So basically, Versamark <laughs> and Zing in its glittery and opaque state, you can do for anything. Just, just about anything. <laughs> you can use it on anything. Put it on everything and just emboss everything. <laughs> there you go. You heard it from the expert. <laughs> Have fun.